0: Despite the waning year, the narrow Phocian plain was bathed in warm sunlight. It was bordered to the north by mountains, on the other side of which lay Thermopylae, the Gates of Fire, where Leonidas and his Spartans had fought and died. South of these peaks the flat ground sprawled, bisected by a road that was as important now as it had been during the Persian invasions almost three centuries before. South of here lay Athens, open to attack. Harvest time was not long past, the fields were yet full of golden stubble. Neat rows of vines lined the road in places, their heavy clusters of blue-purple grapes, an invitation to the thirsty traveller or soldier. Long trails of dust hung in the air, marking the passage of Titus Quinctius Flamininus' army. Six days had gone by since its defeat at the Macedonian fortress of Atrax, 80 miles to the northwest. Its dead buried, the injured in wagons or left behind, it had come southeast to protect the Roman fleet at harbour nearby. Other than the keen eyed vultures following the legions from above, few creatures were abroad. The approach of such a host meant many things, none good. Local farmers had fled with their families and animals, most taking refuge inside Elatia, the town outside which the first of Flamininus's troops were deploying. The Roman vanguard had spread out, forming a protective screen for the rest of the army to deploy behind. Among the principes stood a friendly-faced man by the name of Felix. Black-haired, sallow-skinned, he stood a head taller than most. He stared at the walls of Alatia with sullen resentment. So did his brother and his comrades. Alatia, with its defenders atop its walls, was a sharp reminder that the war wasn't over. More of them would die here, thought Felix grimly. Not many, perhaps, but some. Wise to the proximity of their acting commander Livius, no one complained. Instead, the principes leaned on their shields, drank sly mouthfuls of wine, and waited for orders for time to pass. Nothing would happen before the next day, Felix judged. After the cavalry and scouts who'd travelled in front of the army, his unit had been among the first to arrive, which meant that at least three more hours would pass before the last of the miles-long column caught up. The wagons, laden down with supplies and the dismantled catapults, travelled slowly, and the score of war elephants did too. Stragglers would still be trailing in after the sun went down, and until they were told otherwise, Felix and his comrades had to watch out for a sally by Elatia's defenders. An attack seemed doubtful. This was no mighty fortress built to protect Macedonia's borders, But a small town with a fortified rampart. The majority of its garrison would be bakers and carpenters, smiths, leather workers, and wine sellers, not soldiers. They would certainly not be the phalangists of Atrax, on whose sarissa spears the legionaries had broken like waves on a harbour wall. Their centurion, Pullo, had been the most grievous loss, but plenty of ordinary soldiers in the century had fallen too. Among them, Felix's always laughing friend, Matthias. Others had died during battles earlier that summer. Felix's original contubernium tent group was down to three men. Him, his brother Antonius, and Fabius, the crusty old veteran who snapped whenever anyone asked if he was related to Fabius the Delayer. Won't be long now, said a voice. Felix started. Livius was an optio, but he had the unnerving centurion's knack of appearing when one least expected it. He had been in command since Pullo's death. Felix threw him a curious look. "'Until what, sir?' Livius grinned, revealing the gap between his front teeth. "'Until you can start digging. The second half of the Legion is almost here.'